Nation is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Pat and AJ Podcast. Hello. Pat AJ Podcast, 191st episode. FYI, in case you're keeping track, right? I didn't want to talk about it. I know a lot of our friends back in the Midwest getting your ass kicked, right? Oh, God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> this, is, this is the snow that is like, it's so awful because technically it's spring. Mm-hmm. And all you can think about is how it's almost over. But then every time it's almost over, it comes Slowly back. Slowly getting there. Don't worry, once again, as we say, we count down to that time as well here in uh, southern Arizona because that's when all the, the fucking snowbirds leave. So as soon <laughs> as the population's like, gone, you know, the quicker that comes around for, you know, Minnesota, people are like, I'm going back to my house in St. Paul. I was talking to neighbors that live, I think, maybe four or five houses down. They're from the UK. Okay. And they're Those like are extreme snowbirds. Yeah, they're, they're UK snowbirds. They leave, I think they said the end of April. Mm hmm. And then they come back in October, she said. Okay. So retired, yeah. I take it. I'm they must be. You yeah. think so? Yeah. Wonder what um wonder what it's like there at this time of year. How shitty is it? In what England? did she say about she said no, her husband is Stu and Ellie are their names. They're okay. very nice. They of course of thank, course we Thank m- you for immediately putting the accent on it. That's what all It's very proper. <laughs> Stu and Ellie. That's what all foreigners love when you come to America is that how we have to pair it back their accent. I just laughed because the reason we met was because I was walking the dog to the mailbox. Like the reason I meet all the neighbors is because I'm walking this cute little bulldog. Oh, but he's an English bulldog. So he's technically he's from their land. Yeah. So I was like, he has citizenship. So I was like, what is summer like in the UK? And she's like, Oh, it's pretty much like your winter here. <laughs> so she's like, I, I, it's nice. It's okay. Yeah. So it's probably, I would imagine like 60s, 70s-ish. I would imagine too, this would have been the I know first. They, they um, had heat waves over there though. This would have been the first year they were allowed back. Yeah. Right? Because all yeah, the, uh, they were stuck here. the pandemic stuff, you were like, they closed down borders. So they, they may have been stuck there. Or they could have been they, stuck they, here. I don't they, know where they got stuck. I don't either. No. We've been, um, our kid made a, you know, there's, I don't know. Kids make a lot of big asks. I get, and you know, we all kind of want a pony, <laughs> a pony, right? And, and you, we all make those decisions as parents as to what big asks in life are. Okay, goals. <laughs> Other ones are like, get the fuck out of here, <laughs> like with your pony, you know. <laughs> and that's like always asked of someone who lives like in the middle of Philadelphia, right? In like an apartment building. Yeah, Dad, I, I want a pony, want a mini horse. Um, but our son asked. Because he's going to be, this is crazy for people who have been listening to us since the beginning, right? All my coolie resident lacrosse people. This is going to be wild to you to hear this, but our son is graduating high school in two years. <laughs> he's wrapping up his sophomore year. He's got like less than two months. And then we're, you know, pretty much on this it's quick home, stretch, home yeah. stretch of the final two years of high school. And um, his school started kind of advertising early for their senior trip. And I we've talked about this before, about the extravagant nature now of some of these school-based trips. And yeah. some of them aren't even, like, school-sponsored, but, they, you know, whatever it is. 
But basically, there was this big international trip kind of pitched in sophomore year, right? Even freshman year, I think. Where do you remember they pitch a, pitched a trip when he was, was in middle school yeah. in Michigan? And then it didn't happen because of the pandemic. It was like South America. Something like, no, it wasn't. What? No. I feel I like it wasn't anywhere traditional. No, I went to the meeting and I cannot for the life of me remember. remember I just where? remember I was floored yeah. by the price. Sure. <laughs> because one of us, we're like, you know, he's on the spectrum. So one of us would probably have to go with. And I was like, not for that price, for so that you're price. you're yeah. doubling everything, right? Because they have companies that do them now for, for schools. So, you know, like any school out there, they kind of pitched the senior trip. And, I mean, off the bat, we were all kind of like, meh. And our son did say, though, but I would like to go, you know, to the U.K. Because I think I tossed it out there, that line of, listen, we could do our own vacation yeah. for cheaper and not kind of be stuck to, to see more. a groove. Yeah. And he basically kind of calls the bluff, you know. He's like, "Well, cool. I'd like to go to the UK." I go, "Great. I'd like to see you graduate high school." <laughs> so why don't you do that first? So you know, we kind of worked out that that little end goal, right? Like you do well, you keep your grades up, you accomplish all these things, and then you cross this line, and we will make it a point to go to the United Kingdom. Um, so that's you know, since it's a goal. since it's not like you know he's an at risk student or anything, I'm operating on the belief that yes, this trip's going to happen, which yeah. of course. Any parent out there knows gives you upwards of twenty four plus months to plan this. Yeah, which for me, I love that kind of shit. AJ, I know it gives her anxiety. I know the thought of thinking. I think the other day she told me to stop I talking told you about yesterday, it. Yesterday, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I've been having like weird bouts of anxiety, and I can't put my finger on what's causing it. And yesterday in the car, we were talking about this trip. And I finally looked at Pat said, we've got to talk about something yeah. else. I'm getting anxious. She needed something like in the here and now. Like, let's talk about what, what we're going to eat like for lunch. And I'm like, okay. But so I've been doing all this um, research on this trip to uh, England and flights. It's kind of cool. There's direct flights out of Phoenix. Yeah, that's who what fucking our, knew. Who, our, who knew? Our neighbors uh, take that. Phoenix, I, I asked. Phoenix I said, to London, right? Yeah, I'm like, there's a Phoenix to London flight. They're that's like, amazing. Yeah, they take it. It's yeah. like ten hours. Yeah, she said it's great. Um, but it was interesting, like looking up that, and then all the little things that like you, um, as Americans, think about, like when when traveling abroad. And of course, I haven't traveled abroad like that really ever. I mean, I we 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 went we, we, Canada, Mexico. Say we've been to Canada and Mexico, but no, yeah, this those is, are this all is, kind of our neighbors to the north yeah. and south. And I mean, the whole passporty thing is even a new formality. It used to just kind of be like, "Howdy, neighbor, come yeah. on in." So this is kind of a bigger thing where you're really going from one rock to another rock, and then you're going to a whole new sets of rules and and money and, and laws and money outlets, and, electrical outlets. Oh yeah. Our, Our kid, kid was floored when I told him that. I'm like, you know that we have to get like, what do they call the um yeah. the like the splitters? I'm like because they the adapters the adapters, the adapters. because I'm like they're they're the hoof, like the paw the, the hoof. They <laughs> said their outlets aren't the same over there. I'm like literally everything's different. Yeah, it's uh I I think we he like freaked out thinking maybe he can't use all of his electronics and I think we should just lie to him and be like yeah they yeah, all don't work there. No, you can't you can't Sorry. use your cell phone your iPad that's it. But it's um <laughs> and then he'll see ours using see us using ours. Right? <laughs> How's that working? But it's really neat, man, because you are kind of like researching a lot of stuff and you know I know that that freaks out some people. Like I know my mom did a did a um, a UK trip literally like a fucking like 
man, maybe a year before she got sick. Yeah. My mom was literally traveling the fucking world. She was somewhere in, in England and Ireland, but she went on like a tour group. Say so she that's what she went on. She went yeah. with groups because she was traveling yeah. alone. So it was kind of like you'd pay a fee. And I remember the big ones for me growing up. They were Mayflower bus tours. Yeah, I remember those. Remember those catalogs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you go on one with her? I went on tons. Did you? Tons. Not only was the average age uh, uh, 94, <laughs> so my mom was always the youngest the person youngest, yeah. by like 30 years, and then she had her son, right? And I was there. like so I was immediately like the fucking grandchild of 60 people <laughs> on this. But like, yeah, you'd pay a fee, and then they said, we got it all covered. Here's the trip. We're going to go to Yellowstone Park. We're going to do this on this day, that on that day. We got the hotel. You pay us this, and we got it covered for you. So that's kind of, I know a lot of folks, kind of the all-inclusive. That's why people say, love going to Mexico yeah, or those resorts. It seems right? to be two different kinds of people. There are the people who need it planned for them or they want it planned for them. They yeah. don't even want to have to think about it. They just want to go. So they go through sure. a travel agent or a tour group or something like that. Your or, dad loves And that's what I was going to say. My yeah. dad, I'm pretty sure like the last vacation they took before he lost his leg, he went through a travel agent yeah. when like travel agents were like not even a thing anymore. But like, I don't know for me, like I'm a big, I remember we talked about this. It was right after your mom died. I went to Colorado for a weekend to go hiking. The for Estes Park. Estes Park, yeah. Um, and people were like blown away on our Facebook and social media that I was traveling alone. And they were like, "Oh, you're like hiking alone. You're you're going places. You're gonna you're doing this all by yourself. Like yeah. you're not with a group. You're not with a person. Like I don't understand." I'm like, "Yeah, I love traveling alone. I yeah, love that was... just going. I go at it. I go hard. I do exactly what I want. I rest when I want. I eat when I want. I love it." And do you think that's a double whammy of one traveling solo, but then two traveling solo as a woman too? Yeah, I think the woman thing. Listen, I'm six feet tall, okay? I'm not exactly like a not target. A dainty little girl. I'm not a dainty little Instagram influencer, okay? Like, but like I, you do. There's like literal fucking novels written about men going on these quests. I mean, catch her in the rye, right? Yeah. It's literally about a man going traveling by himself and going on this quest for life. Yeah. But it is funny how, yeah, like There's you. There's two camps of people. There's, yeah. yeah like, either ladies. you do it on your own or you need somebody to do it for you. Yeah, yeah. But see, I think also now the travel agent thing, and of course, we you know, that's like one of those industries, right, that over the last 20 or so years like fucking it's been a big revolution for them maybe more so than radio and everyone else i do have one friend though who still doing it in lapeer michigan yeah she's very successful i think it's called Teresa's travel i think in certain communities she is very successful and she i think she's traveling now like she's really good at it i think it's like anything else you know it's just the market share of it went way down and it probably went from being very easy yeah to being very hard right like now you really because now there's not just that many people who automatically go to travel agents yeah. people can go to websites they go to um all the different see that was the changer for me i feel like the revolution for me in travel came with the rise of all the travel websites well, yeah. which i know now are kind of like passe right now they're saying well before you book through travel website blank make sure you check the actual shop around because sometimes the, the actual, actual airline, airline right? will charge less than these websites but i remember before that time it was 2001 pre 9-11 early 2001 and i was um i got called for a job interview i was a baby radio dj and i got uh, a call from a job in san angelo texas it's west texas they wanted to have me out, and they said, hey, if you can find a flight, get your way out here. We can reimburse you for it. 
And, if, and again, just the nature of how we did travel yeah, back then was, was different. different. So I, I, I had to like call up an airline and I was literally on the phone kind of calling each airline trying to find out who goes to San Angelo, Texas, which, by the way, that's uh, one. One? One. I mean, it's not like we're going to fucking Dallas, right? It wasn't like I was yeah. call, saying, hey. You're not going to a major hub. Can you get me to Cancun? No, there was like, you know, all these airlines are like, I, we don't go there. I'm sorry. So, and then finally you get to the one who can, and, yeah. the, and the price is astronomical. And then I think of after that, right? After that, you'd learn about the websites. You'd go on them. Yeah. And then you just like hustle and work and figure. I mean, and I was totally that guy who was taking, you know, the 5.30 a.m. flight that connected three times. Well, yeah, because it's the cheapest. Yeah. But it was like the first time in our my life, I remember, where all of a sudden it was like, holy shit, I can save a lot of money if I'm willing to make all these sacrifices. Yeah. Where before it was like you were just calling this anonymous 1-800 yeah. number, you know? So I've been doing all that for the uh, U.K. thing. And uh, I don't know. It seems like fun. It's going to be an interesting time. I'll be honest. I'm nervous. I mean, I'm nervous in general. Not. I, I don't. I'm not like super anxious about this trip. I mean, it's far enough away. Where but I, me and you did say yesterday that we're both going to be a mess. Yeah. There, we're yeah. we're both like, oh fuck. Even uh, we yeah. are going to have to just. We're going to have to put. We're going to have to work on our anxiety because <laughs> otherwise, we're not going to enjoy this trip. No, you want to have a, a trip time, of a man. lifetime. Yeah, yeah. I feel. I'm worried that like I wanted to. I want to do too much dorky stuff that you guys aren't going to be interested. You in. keep talking about that. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff I want to do, like, in the UK, and we're going to get go to Ireland. Like, there's a lot of stuff I want to do, and I don't know if you guys are going to I mean, be into this it. is the equivalent of, and I've talked about this before, right, about AJ's family's affinity for not only the monarchy, as I've been fucking corrected enough by all of them to not say the royal family. They're fascinated by the monarchy. As you know, they're all 1,000% Irish. Even if they're not, they are. You guys are into the, your culture, right? So it is kind of like going to the Baseball Hall of Fame with my best friend who's a baseball nerd. Yeah. Like right, he's yeah. going to want to go to every exhibit and see every little nook and cranny. Yeah. And so you're kind of like that same well, thing. Like you're that nerd but, on where we're going. But I will say, like, I think all the things I want to see that pertain to the monarchy, you guys are going to want to see too. Like who doesn't want to see Buckingham Palace and the Tower of London and stuff like that? Like that's that's cool stuff we probably would see anyways. I'm more like, I because I played violin for so long, there are so many classical music outlets in the UK that I want to visit and like, concerts i would like to i just feel like you guys are going to be so like less than interested so you want to go to classical musical concerts well there's one place i definitely want to check out i mean i was i was glad i said i want to go to the globe theater because mm-hmm. you know shakespeare yeah. and pat was like down with that but i'm pretty I'm down for whatever it is funny how you like do you notice there she's like my my boy's gonna come there and suck you know Hey, we're enjoyable people. No, it's I just don't we want have fun. I don't want to drag you along to my nerdy stuff if you don't want to. Fuck go. else am I going to do? I'm going all the way to England. I'm there to do nerdy shit. <laughs> okay, good. The fuck am I? What am I, what, what am I going to go to McDonald's? You know, actually, they go see it. a movie or yeah, something. I would love to go see a movie and go to McDonald's. That's what they're all. That's what they're all fucking with. Actually, that's uh, my my son keeps telling me he's like, don't come off like an American. <laughs> he thinks for some reason I'm going to be fucking Ted Nugent. Like like when we're over. <laughs> 
and and I don't know why because I don't. I mean, again, You're it's not it's, really a nationalist. Like like I don't consider. Yeah, it's like not that I'm not patriotic, but I'm not. But you don't wear the American flag. Yeah, you like know? I don't got the flag on the car. I don't have a shirt. I don't. You know, it's not part of my repertoire to be sporting the red, white, and blue. That's not my brand per se. And my kid all of a sudden thinks I'm going to turn into Uncle Sam. <laughs> like when I show up on the shores of England, he's like, "Dad." Got to play it cool, right? Got to be cool, man. Gotta can't be cool. can't be like a typical American and stuff. <laughs> Which I don't know what that. Is. I mean, fuck, we're gonna be so easily identifiable as Americans, besides the obvious accent. Listen, I love my wife. Here comes the butt, but she thinks I'm loud, and I am loud. <laughs> when my wife gets excited about something, she's a fucking overstimulated cat. I know, and she gets loud fast and it's part of her charm i love it that's why I, I fucking love this woman and in america again we're loud motherfuckers yeah you don't believe me watch the uk version of ramsey's nightmares and then watch its american cousin kitchen nightmares yeah there's a they're very distinct difference yeah it's called volume okay yeah. they just took everything and like crank it up by 10 and so i know when you show up to like these places that like i said you're genuinely excited about that you have this lifelong kind of passion about. There's going to be eeks and squeals, yeah. and the British are some toned-down mofos. <laughs> they are pretty, like, even-keel kind of cats, and you're going to be like, woo, ah, ee. So I've been making it a habit of reading all of those BuzzFeed articles oh, about yeah. things, that pe- things that Americans do that Europeans think is weird. Yeah. And because I, I want to read them so I know what not to do when we go over there. And apparently one of the big things that Americans do, and this shocked me for some reason. Tipping. tipping well, tipping's everybody. a thing, but that's, yeah, that's neither here nor there. We, we know that's, that's, it's a very uniquely, uniquely American, American bullshit. We, your, your employer doesn't pay your yes. tip, the customer we does. We do not pay them enough. Would you mind subsidizing? Right, exactly. Pay them more because I don't pay them enough. Um they do not make small talk with stra- with strangers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you would ask a stranger a question like, hey, I'm looking for Abbey Road, and they'll be like, oh, yeah. yes, and then they'll give you directions. But, like, they they're fr- they say they're friendly, but they don't engage in small talk. No, like you just do. sit at, like, if you sit at a bus stop, you go, you sit at a bus yeah. stop. Like, there's not, you know. So, I, I'm like, I'm trying to be very oh, you aware. you are a chatty motherfucker, know, too. You I love, know. she's very nice and polite. I love talking to people. Yeah, I love learning be- about people. That's uh yeah, keep reading those BuzzFeed articles. I will. I'm I'm going to get even more serious about it now that we have a legit trip planned. <laughs> and now on to our uh, very own version of a foreign land within our own country. Uh that brings us to Utah. I know. I mean, let's be honest, out of all the states, right? It's kind of like a little unicorn, isn't it? Utah's governor uh, has signed legislation which officially um, puts the power of social media for minors into the hands of the parents. Now, you may be paying attention. Uh, The CEO of TikTok was in town. Oh, yeah, he got chewed, man. He got grilled. Apparently, that's the other way you unite all the uh, politicians is you put the TikTok CEO in the room and like the Republicans and Democrats all get along because they hate that motherfucker (laughs) really bad. But so, okay, obviously, I think we can all say with some kind of breadth of certainty, we've watched the rise of social media. We now have all the data that can tell us how it is harmful um, to, well, specifically some groups, some subsects like 
teenage girls, right? Yes. We learned all about that stuff. It affects their mental health. Um, we've seen the guidelines go from the company saying, is it 13 or 14? Where it's 13. Is it 13? Yeah. Um, you know, the companies used to say 13. Now, of course, you got the CDC that actually says it should be more like 16. And Utah says now, if you're under 18, mama and papa need to give you permission. Really interesting, and I say this because I lived in Utah 20 years ago. It's weird. I'm coming up on my 20-year anniversary. Shit. Because when I met Pat, it was right after. It was the sec- next place yeah. he moved after Utah. So I'm coming up I'm, on my 20-year anniversary of moving to Utah, and I learned a lot of cool stuff about the Beehive State. But the one thing I learned when it comes to just kind of their general laws that as much as as goes California goes the nation – as goes Utah, goes the nation. You said that that Utah very much relates to the West Coast. Very much. Yeah. They they do not consider themselves. Um, well, they're definitely. I mean, not East they're not, Coast, well, not they're, Pacific. They're not. They're not, uh, they're, they're not Southwest. Um, they they're do relate the, to the West Coast. Uh, yeah, they're kind of close to the Great Plains, but I get it. Um, I get it now that we live here in Tucson. I get yeah. why they relate to the West Coast. So, so does Tucson. Listen, they're, um, the biggest example I have for as something goes in Utah, it kind of goes everywhere else, is their DUI, um, blood alcohol content limit, right? Because that's we all know that. That's the magic little number that you have to either be uh, above or below, depending where you are, to get yourself into trouble or to keep yourself out of trouble. We have all uh, come to know what as a blood alcohol content that you got to stay under if you want to be legal to drive. 0.08. There you go, 0.08, right? We all know that. Like yeah. That's on fucking signs. It's on legislation. Yeah. Um, did you know that previously it was 0.10? Really? Did you know the first state that went to 0.08? Was Utah? There you go. Okay. Some other folks may have noticed that uh, over the last couple of years, and this got tapered down by the effects of the pandemic, um, but Utah recently lowered their blood alcohol even more, content yeah. even more to 0. 0.05. Yeah. Which was a big to-do, and it basically doesn't even, they figured out it, it, it doesn't allow for a drink with dinner. Gosh. Like even a drink Just with like dinner, a glass of wine with dinner, like you put can. you like put you at point oh five. Now, and here's a question, just from somebody who's not lived in Utah. Go ahead, um, because you have told me a lot about <laughs> the Mormon community. Yes, ma'am. They're not allowed to drink. No. So what? So the, yeah, I mean, you're talking about something that they don't. You I'm, know, that's what I'm saying. Like a good portion of the population yeah. doesn't drink anyways. I'm not exactly. But I'm not, I'm so not why just, do they bother about? Yeah. So so why do they care about legislating it? Um, Good point. Because it doesn't bother them. So they're like, fuck it, fuck yeah. you. Because you know why? You're going to get drunk and then run into my Mormon family with your car. Yeah. And my Mormon people don't even drink. So fuck it. I'm going to legislate you out of drinking. Yeah. So I say that because .05 sounds crazy. And there was a big battle in Utah, especially all the restaurant owners, bar owners, really went to war about how it's going to be tampering um, commerce and capitalism. Yeah. Uh, but guess what? It passed. Okay. It's .05 there now. So when Utah steps up, and says, hey, this is legislation uh, that we've come up with. Our governor has agreed to it. It has signed it. I would take note because I feel like the next step is it's going to show up in Washington, D.C. Yeah. But this is something that I feel like a lot of people are kind of behind. What this bill says, essentially, is that in uh, in Utah, if you want to be on social media, if you want to be on TikTok, you want to be on Instagram, and you're a 15-year-old, you have to, A, have parental permission. You have to, B, 
um, the information has to be accessible from the parents. Okay. So parents at all given time have access to the information that is in the app. So one, you need permission. And two, the parents have to have access to the information How in the app. How are they going to regulate this, though? There you go. There you go. That's, How? The, that's the magic question. I say that as a kid who, listen, I yeah, I drank in high school. I smoked, a, uh, I mean this, a cigarette in One high cigarette. school. But those were, <laughs> those were two things. I, I went to an R-rated movie when I was yeah. 16. Yeah. Like, these are all things technically I was not allowed to do by age. Somehow, I hoosgowed my way into them. How the hell are they going to regulate something like this? That's not even there's n- there's not even people involved. This is th- this is online. It's um it's it's once again that gray space area, uh, kind of like how they say uh, pornography online is should not be viewed by minors. And they ask you when you show up to the website, <laughs> "Are you eighteen? Are you eighteen? And of course, then you click yes, and so by virtue. Of the honor system. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, the website's doing their due diligence. Yeah. They're asking you and you are, you know, supposedly answering to the best of your ability. And yes, that's the hard part is the enforcement, right? Um, how do you actually enforce this? But I think this is more of a feeder law to something yeah. much bigger. And I think it's going to be used as an example. And what's going to happen now? Just listen to me here on this, folks, because you're right. How do you enforce this stuff? You get this to go from a state level up to a federal level, which, by the way, is already happening between Democratic and Republican lawmakers. Okay. Right? They're already getting on the same page with this stuff. And then you're going to get in bed with the phone makers and the apples. And that's going to be the- That's how it happens. That's the intermediary saying, okay, so if you're using- Because they're going to figure- Because you're right. TikTok's never- yeah. Going to enforce this, right? But if you get, how do people get TikTok? Well, they get TikTok because they have to go to the app store on their iPhone. And the iPhone is owned by Apple. Apple operates within the United States of America. But here's my beef with that. And I know this. And I, we've talked about this. Like, we tried to have a TikTok once. We just didn't jive with it. It's And that's okay. I still don't have a TikTok. It's the most downloaded app two years in a row. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like a dummy that I'm like, I don't get it. And I'm not sure I care. 150 million users, by the way. <laughs> twice the amount that voted in our last midterm election. Um, but I know because like for, for work, sometimes I have to watch TikToks that people make that have gone viral. You can still access TikTok and watch all this stuff, even if you're not logged into it. That's part of the sharing community is mm-hmm. that you can share these videos. Now, unless, if they lock down, they'd have to lock down the websites so that unless you are logged in, you can't see anything, which thus would totally negate the whole sharing portion of social media. I just don't, I mean, it doesn't, it just doesn't make a difference. I, I get it for like, for Facebook and stuff like that, I can kind of understand because they actually lock that down a little bit more. You can lock down your profile as much as you want. Instagram, you can lock down your profile. Mm-hmm. But like TikTok, I mean, TikTok's just a free-for-all. Yeah. It really is. And it, you can, because I had this conversation with our son in the car just a few days ago because I for, I keep forgetting that he follows our social media. He follows the Pat and AJ page. 
and he follow. He looks up stuff on Instagram. He doesn't have accounts on any of these. Yeah, he platforms. doesn't log in. Yeah. He just he's like, well, I like to watch this stuff, but he goes, I don't want a social media account. I said, good for you. That's awesome. Thank God. Yeah. But he can still access all this stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? So I just feel like I get I get what they're trying to do. I just feel like it's kind of neither here nor there. It's 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 kind of like you eventually have to say it out loud though for us to for anyone to take it um serious i suppose right yeah like someone has to pass a law even though the law it's i mean it's like jaywalking right i mean can you really enforce every instance of jaywalking no, no. but can we put it on the books and let everyone know hey stop jaywalking yeah and then maybe you know we get a 50 percent reduction in jaywalking okay is that not worth it and and once in a while someone gets a ticket for jaywalking i could see this coming down like as useful in like litigation and lawsuits and stuff because if somebody you know let's just say it like this god forbid you know a teenager who is under the age of consent for mm-hmm. that that social media site yeah sees something gets upset and dies by suicide sure and the parents like go to court and try to sue whoever made the video they watched it won't it won't fly because yeah. they'll be like well you should have been by law that's your fault but that's the that's really the only way I can see it working out in anybody's favor. I just don't I just don't see how you can I don't I don't get it. Do you know that um the Chinese version of TikTok which by the way it's owned by a company which is a a company located in China. In yeah. case you're wondering. Not actually owned by the Chinese government, but you can all infer for what you want about <laughs> the kind of access the government has in China to all of their private industries. I probably a lot. So this company owns uh, TikTok. I just found out that TikTok's totally different in China. Yeah, it's a different website. It's a different fucking, like, it's, 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 it's an app that literally focuses on exercise yeah. and healthy living. I had to go to it once for work. Yeah, go to the Chinese TikTok? Yeah. and How'd you get on there? It was really, really hard because you can't, I mean, it's all Chinese characters. So one, you can't read anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really difficult to get to, but it was, once I got to it, it was really chill. Like, it was very. Like, we're the assholes doing dances and stuff. Yeah, they're actually, like, doing things that matter. They're like, (laughs) exercise, eat well. Making a lot of money, though. Saw that. Yeah. Saw the numbers of all I, the. Uh, and I get it. I think it's. I, I do think it sucks because social media is affecting teenagers. Yeah. And my God. I mean, I was. How old was I when I got my Facebook? I was like, I was in my early 20s because I was in college. And that's when you could only get Facebook if you were a college student. But even back then, I was like, ooh, I could see this. Like, this is upsetting. This person said this about me or this person called me a name. And like back, that's 20 years ago. So I know, I know that things are worse. I just feel like it's so out of control now that you can't, you can't regulate it anymore. Can't take money out of people's pockets. That's, that's the other thing, man. People make money off that shit now. Yeah. Well, and there's, I mean, yeah, I'm not not talking about like, you know, the shareholders and the CEO. No, no, no. I mean like, like content creators. Yeah, content creators. And whether you like them or not, they make money off these platforms. Yeah, they do. Which is another reason why I think it uh, disrupts a lot of the, because traditionally, right, let's let's think about that. So you're an influencer, right? You're someone, you have great dances and you put your dances up on TikTok. And because of that, you get yourself a little deal with Skechers, right? And Skechers is sending you shoes and and, and X amount. And if you're smart, of course, money. Um and that tight, like you know that that ecosystem used to be Skechers, 
would say, okay, how do I reach people in this demographic? Oh, okay, so I need to advertise on this radio station. I need to advertise on this website. I need to advertise in this magazine. This is disrupting that ecosystem because now it's, well, what influencer has the biggest amount of people and is reaching my core audience? Okay, this person's hot with the dancing crowd. I'm trying to sell dancing shoes. Let's go directly to that person. That's upsetting the whole fucking apple cart. Yeah, yeah. Right? I, 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 again, I think it's a, a noble try. I just, we're so late. We're so late to the game on this. I mean, this shit is like, I mean, again, it's, it's, it's more, social yes. media is more than exploded. If you would have done this maybe 10, 12 years ago, just maybe it would have worked, but we're too far in, man. Listen, I'm not to say that this, whatever they got going on in Utah is going to like solve that problem because when I was there also, they had a great law that they had passed all about pornography online, right? Because that's the, I was there in 2003. So we're really in the rise now. If no one looks at porn in magazines. We have websites. And they outlawed basically the hosting of servers uh, for pornographic materials in Utah, right? Okay. Which I mean, okay, so let's let's think about it. You're a guy who's making porn in Utah. Uh, uh, you got your own little company, and now all of a sudden, well, you can't host you can't host it here. Okay, so you use a company that's in California. Yeah. So here's a question, right? And can people in you? Does that mean it's blocked statewide? Like you can't watch porn online? No, no, in Utah? no. It's not blocked statewide, okay. but you couldn't host you couldn't it. Host so it was like, site. so like okay. back then, again, 2003. So you got to kind of yeah. think with the times. There weren't Instagrams. If you were someone who wanted to make adult content, there was not an OnlyFans. Yeah. There was no way to directly connect with people. It was the time of websites. Yeah. Um. And so if you wanted to start a website, they were saying, "Great, you can't do it within the state of." Utah. Okay. So, which normally would put a geographical boundary on you, right? It's the reason why why there's no casinos in Utah, because they say you can't have a casino here. Um, You couldn't virtually use a casino from another state, and that's what they were able to do with the porn stuff, because I'm going to use a server... That's in California. So I, I'm I'm operating out of Utah, but my servers are in California. It's kind of like uh, the dispensaries here because we do have legal uh, marijuana here in Arizona. And I, every time I go online, it's, it's awesome. You can order online and then just go pick it up. Yeah, sure. But the site, first thing it asks you is, have you completed 21 trips around the sun? Yeah. And... I mean, you can click yes or no, regardless of what age you are, mm-hmm. and you can place an order. That's great, but they check your ID at the door. Well, yeah, sure. that's there's where still, the barrier there's, there's comes in. There's a stop in. gap. In yeah, there's there, a right? stop gap in there. I just don't feel like there's any stop gap for this yeah. li- this litigation. I just think seeing it get to a, a governor's desk, seeing it getting signed, even though, like we said, what are we doing? The Utah State Police aren't going to be kicking down doors, no. uh, arresting fourteen year olds who are on Instagram, going, "You did not ask for your parents' permission." This is a misdemeanor. Wouldn't they they arrest their parents? That's what I'm thinking. Who do you arrest it? But but I do think it's the beginning of that framework. And like I said, there's already stuff on a larger scale. There's already politicians chomping at the bit to get rid of things like, like, like TikTok. Yeah. Now you're going to start to see, we, they have enough data about, you know, uh, how it affects kids. There's enough shit there for them to put together something. I don't know what the fucking something is. 
I, I, I wonder if it's not like, cause we're kind of seeing this with, um, the, the kid who shot up at the high school in Michigan with his parents. Oh yeah. 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 They, they held the parents responsible. Which is, I mean, we haven't really seen that a whole lot. It's a with, very big deal. With school yeah. shootings. Very big deal. This is one of the first, yeah. at least most publicized times they've held parents responsible. So it, again, is that what they're going to do here? Like you said, are they going to hold parents? If you know, their kid bullies another kid online and, and they shouldn't be on. Line, yeah, maybe. then do the parents get in trouble? You know, I think the the most important thing to to, to take away from it, though, right, is something uh, that the governor of Utah, who, by the way, I think is a really solid guy. Yeah. If you're looking for a governor um, who is, you know, they have a letter after their name, obviously, but they don't adhere to those kind of tribal party politics. Amazing. I know. So, yeah, he's, he's one of those dudes. Um, he talked about getting input uh, from teenagers and from high schoolers and middle schoolers and when they would ask what can we do to help with you guys and this and that all of them said the same thing they all admit that social media is bad for them yes and that's a very right? weird this ge- upcoming generation yeah, they now, all know. Ge- gen z yeah. is self-aware about how bad social media is for them like millennials our generation even our generation zennials yeah. um early ge- or late gen xers like we used it and couldn't admit it was bad for us. We were just so addicted to it. These Gen Zers now are like, no, this is bad for my mental health. This is like why the uh, Gen Zers go out to the bars and bring a flip phone. Because they say the smartphone ruins everybody's night because you see stuff online, you get text, blah, blah, blah. They're self-aware, which is, which is amazing. So, I mean, from his standpoint, what is he supposed to do when the impacted community, right, the population yeah. that we're trying to protect tells you when you ask them, hey, what are some of the things that are really kind of, you know, rubbing you the wrong way and making life tough? Boy, all this social media. I mean, they're it's fucking, amazing. they're literally telling you this yeah. is a problem. So you're going, great, I have an idea. Yeah. We're going to limit your access to that because you're just too young. Hello? Are we all just really bad parents? Is that what this comes down no, to? No, man. It's an it's an experiment. It's all so new. I don't want to say that we're all bad parents no. because I got away with a lot of shit Listen. when I was a kid, too. This is just a different era. It doesn't mean anybody's getting away with more. This is the same fucking as looking at the old advertisements that go, two out of five doctors recommend camel cigarettes after a pregnancy for a smooth recovery. <laughs> this is simply just a time where something new came into life an industry kind of like lead fucking paint right and like this new industry came about and it made our our country a lot of money and it kind of put us in a really great position in this new global order and now we're learning okay maybe that lead paint wasn't exactly boy it looked good on the wall but it's not good because these kids are eating it now we're realizing after 20 years okay that was good industry i'm glad we're still innovating we have new tech hubs in san francisco but maybe we kind of fucked up yeah the Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.